0: Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Grim Grinning Social Hour, a Walt Disney World podcast where we talk about park news, new releases, attractions, films, and of course, food. I am your ghost host, and I hope you enjoy... Oh my god guys, welcome to the first episode of the Grim Grinning Social Hour. This is very exciting. For our first episode, I thought we would dive in to talk about Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival, what I ate, what I saw, what I bought. And just kind of give my review on the entire festival. And if you haven't gone there yet, kind of give you an insight on what you should be looking forward to. Or if not, just entertaining you for the next half hour. I don't know. So me and my sister uh, took a trip to Flower and Garden about a month ago now. And of course the first thing we did when we got there was grab our pass holder magnets at Mouse Gear. For anyone who is interested who is pass holder. For the first half of the festival, you got a Pluto magnet, and now they have a Daisy magnet. Something, though, that's different is that these magnets are significantly larger than the magnets we have gotten in the past. My sister kept saying, I think these are bigger. I was like, why would they make them bigger? But we didn't have anything really to compare them to until we got to her car after the trip, and I was like, oh, that is a lot bigger. It bothers me, personally, because it kind of, like, messes up the feng shui of the pass holder magnet display, if you will. Uh, And apparently the Daisy one is also just as large. If anyone knows why this has happened, please let me know. And if you know if that's gonna be just the size of them from now on, very strange. I also noticed that for some reason, my Pluto magnet was on my car with the rest of my magnets. And I've had my food and wine magnet on my car coming up on a year now, and it is in perfect condition. And for some reason my Pluto magnet has started to deteriorate. Like the paint is chipping off. I don't know if you call it paint, the plastic is chipping off. I thought it was dirty at first. So I kind of went to rub my finger over it and all this like white paint just like chipped off of it. Is this happening to anyone else? Because I don't understand why it's happening. And I panicked and I took all of my magnets off my car aside from the Pluto one because I didn't want it to happen to any other one. And I now have them safely on my Disney shelf inside my home. But that was really strange because none of my other magnets have done it and this one has been on my car for the least amount of time. Maybe it has something to do with why they're so much bigger. Maybe they're making them differently, but they're not holding up. At least mine's not holding up like the other ones are. Uh, But anyway, after grabbing our pass holder magnet, We went to go shopping in Mount Gear, of course, and uh, we went to look at some of the new Flower and Garden Festival merchandise. First thing right off the bat that I noticed is the violet lemonade ears are horrible. (laughs) Maybe some people like them. I haven't met those people yet. They, not that they, they're a bad design or they look bad. I just don't think that they're made quite the same, I mean I know they're not made the same but not at the same, like, level of other Disney ears. They kind of look, like, you could tell where, like, the lemon slices were basically just hot glued onto this, like, cheap, shiny, shimmery fabric. It's not even fabric. Um, but, yeah, I do I did not like those at all. I mean, I personally don't wear Walt Disney World mini ears because I can't. They give me the worst headache of my life. I know this happens for other people. I've worn my sister's ears a couple times. And I remember the first time I had on her millennial pink ears. And I I was walking around Disney Springs for maybe an hour, not even 30 minutes. And I'm like, I had the worst headache in the world. I had to take two Advil. I didn't know what the problem was. I was drinking tea because I thought, I don't know, that would help. But it was the ears. And I just couldn't, it just like presses down on like a certain point of my head that just creates a headache immediately. So I can't wear Walt Disney World ears. Or maybe there's ones that are specific designs that don't hurt as much as others. I've heard telltale that there are, but I haven't met any of them yet. So anyway, I ended up purchasing the Figment Flower and Garden Pass Holder phone case which I was very excited about and I put it on my phone and I wasn't too thrilled about it for some reason and I couldn't figure out why and I had it on my phone I got home and I'm just like something about it's bothering me and it was the black bumper that it comes in it just kind of brings down I mean it's flower and garden it's supposed to be like light and springy and the black case on it just kind of brought down the whole look of it Luckily, my mom had a phone case from Disney World, uh, from D-Tech, that she designed at the co-op in Disney Springs, and she had a clear case on hers. So we swapped out our cases. You could do that with most Disney phone cases that have the bumpers on them. You can swap the design out in the middle. And I put the clear case on, and it looks 10 times better. Like, Like, such a significant change. I'm going to post a photo of it on the Twitter page, which you can find at Grim Social Hour. And it just looks so much nicer. I also purchased a pop socket to go onto it because I need a pop socket. I never thought I would be one of those people who like desperately needed a pop socket on my phone, but I do. It's an addiction, and those who don't have them don't understand them. Um, but you need it. It's great. But I got a Spaceship Earth. Pop socket from Etsy from a shop called Elizabeth's Grotto. So thank you, Elizabeth. I'm going to link her Etsy shop on the Twitter as well. Next thing we did was we purchased the Spikes Pollination Exploration, which is a scavenger hunt for this year's Flower and Garden Festival, and it features Spike the Bumblebee, and you have to go to all these different gardens um, throughout Epcot and figure out what. Flowers Spike is planting, and you fill them all out. And then at the end, if you got them all right, you get to redeem it at Disney Traders and you get to get um, a pack of three patches. The option for the patches are a flower and garden mini, um, and there's, it's, like I said, it's a three pack, so it's three different designs, uh, a flower and garden Mickey, a flower and garden figment, and just a basic Epcot themed flower and garden festival patches. I ended up getting the Flower and Garden Mini because the woman behind the counter was like, pick your patches. And they were behind the counter and kind of far away. And I couldn't see because I didn't have my glasses on. So I had no idea what any of these patches looked like. And my sister was like, get the mini. It looks cute. And I was like, okay. And um, in hindsight, I've since Googled it. And I would have preferred the figment but that's just me. So let's get to talking about why we're all really here. And that is the Flower and Garden Festival Food and Drinks. The first place we hit was the Flavorful Kitchen hosted by Advent Health, where I got the salad that I have been waiting for leading up to this trip for so long. And it was the From the Garden, and it has roasted beets, cashew cheese and micro herbs with a lemon oil dressing. Um if anyone is curious, this is one of the vegan options from the Flower and Garden Festival. I'm not vegan, but I do follow a dairy-free diet, so I do end up eating a lot of vegan things because you know, I know they're dairy-free and usually they're creative and really good. The cashew cheese amazing. I love anything made with cashews in place of like a cream. I had a cashew cream Oreo cookie thing the other day, and it was so amazing. This was such a good salad, I can't even explain. I'm going back just to get that salad. Fun fact, before I left on this trip, I was making beets and I sliced my finger on a mandolin. And it made the trip kind of more difficult uh, because my finger really hurt, obviously. Anyway, um, so I highly recommend this salad at the Flavorful Kitchen. It's $4.50 and it's eligible for the Disney Dining Plan as a snack. Everything, or I think everything, everything I have listed here is eligible, is snack eligible on the Disney Dining Plan. So if you want to, you know, do that. I know when we used to do the Disney Dining Plan, we had so many snacks we didn't know what to do with. Also, this salad is gluten-free. Shout out to gluten-free homies out there. Next thing we did was we went to the Honey Bistro hosted by the National Honey Board. Now, my sister got the Honey Tandoori Chicken Flatbread with white cheddar cheese, charred vegetables, clover honey sour cream, and micro citrus greens, which was $5.50. I obviously did not have this, but my sister said it was delicious. The one complaint is, though, that I've heard is that Obviously, the flatbread is sitting under the heating lamps because it's a flatbread. You want it to be warm. However, there is sour cream on top of that, and heating lamps and sour cream don't really do that well together. Luckily, when my sister got the flatbread, we literally hit the Honey Bistro and From the Garden, which is basically right next to each other, at 11 o'clock when it opened. So we got, like, the first ones. I I think I got the first salad of the day. (laughs) Not to brag. So we didn't have that problem, but I have heard of people having that problem that the sour cream kind of tasted a little, you know, not good, given some tummy ache problems. So just be aware of that. I did not get this next dish, but I might want to try it, and it's the roasted cauliflower with buckwheat honey carrot puree, wild rice pilaf, asparagus, honey blistered grapes, sunflower brittle, and coriander flowers. And it's gluten-free and vegetarian, and it's $4.50. That sounds amazing. I love anything with roasted cauliflower. I had the cauliflower dish at Yak and Yeti the night before this, so I didn't get this. I know that in previous years, this has been there before, and if you removed the um honey, blistered grapes, sunflower brittle and coriander flowers and perhaps the rice. I'm not sure though it would be a vegan option, but don't don't quote me on that. You might want to head over to Vegan Disney Food and find that out. But yeah, I'm itching to try that. I love me some cauliflower. Some good stuff, man. Next up is the trowel and trellis hosted by Impossible Foods, which is a new booth, and it's all vegan. It's all vegan. We got to this at the end of our journey, so I couldn't eat anymore. But I really wanted the farmhouse meatball with lentil bread, spinach, marinated vegetables, and creamy herb dressing, which is $5.50. I am getting it next time. I'm gonna give you a heads up on how it is. However, I couldn't eat any more, but I certainly could drink some more. So I got the Bloomin' Blueberry Lemon and Ginger Tea featuring Twinings of London with Tito's Handmade Vodka served in a Souvenir Mason jar. This drink is $15. You're paying for the Souvenir Cup as well. And it was amazing. Everything I had that day was obnoxiously sweet, so they kind of did start running together. But... I love anything that Disney makes with blueberry, and they make a lot of stuff with blueberry. They make a lot of stuff with blueberry and lemonade combined. So this was really good. I mean, you don't really taste the tea, you basically just taste like sugar and blueberries but it's cool. You get the mason jar, which is nice little thing to have. You get an alcoholic drink. It's worth it. I think it's worth it. However, if you don't drink, you can get this as a non-alcoholic option. So it's without the Tito's and it's also without the mason jar. And that's only $4.25. So, you know, you could always do that. Uh, the trowel and trellis booth also has the street corn that everyone's losing their minds about. I'm just not a corn person. So moving on to the Hanami, which is the Japan booth, and I got the Ichigo Sun, which is the strawberry lemonade cocktail. Shocking. She got a lemonade cocktail with sake, strawberry puree, and lemonade. This was not my favorite thing. I drank it. It was fine, but it was so sweet and so sugary, which is delicious, but you just can't have a lot of it. It was good, but there there's certainly better options out there. It also came in a really small cup, and it was $7. Next, we hit tastes of Marrakesh, which is the Morocco Pavilion. And we both got, me and my sister got the harissa chicken kebab with dried fruit couscous salad, and that was $7. Just a heads up, I checked with the chef. This is all, the, the Morocco booth has their cooks inside, just there, grilling everything up. Some booths don't, this one did. And I asked the chef. The chicken was completely dairy-free, not cooked in any butter or anything. Couscous, all good. I don't know if it would have been, but I just checked. And the chicken was amazing. Oh my god. It was seasoned perfectly. It, it was, like, falling off of the skewer. I think a, a thing with chicken is, like, especially if it's, like, a chicken wing and it's, like, falling off the bone, I feel like that's, that's when you get the good chicken. Oh my god. It was so good. I downed this in, like, three seconds. It was hot. It was it was fresh. It was so... Oh my god. I think this was my favorite thing I ate. I know I said that about the... In the garden. But it's just two completely different things. Get this. I've heard people say they didn't like it. It was nothing amazing. I don't know if you just are eating amazing chicken all the time. But this was the best chicken I had in my life. And the dried fruit couscous salad. It was good. However, my sister didn't like it. I ate it. It's very cold. Which... I don't think would have been such a big deal if it wasn't directly being preceded by the hot, amazing chicken kebab. And it was just like, this is ice cold, that is steaming hot, something is not right. So I would have put something different. I would have put maybe some rice, I don't know, or just warmed it up. I don't even know what I would have done. I I, I mean I've never really had couscous before. I don't know if that's if couscous is supposed to be served cold. I can't imagine it is. But I guess it's a fruit couscous salad, so it has to be cold. It was weird. My sister didn't eat hers, like I mentioned. But she did get the dessert rose, which is the sparkling wine topped with pomegranate liqueur, which was $8. And it's the same thing that you can get in the spice road table at the bar there, I believe. I know she always gets those. And I believe it was the same thing. And she enjoyed it. I don't like my alcohol to be carbonated, so I didn't get that. Uh, Instead... We headed over to Fleur de Lis, Fleur de la Cor. Harry Potter reference up in the house. Woohoo! Anyway, uh, which is of course in France. And we got the La Vienne and Rose Frozen Slushie. I think it's just rose, not rose, because there's that little thingamajiki on top of the E. <laughs> and what was in this was it was gray goose, vodka orange. St. Germain liqueur, and white and red cranberry juice, and this was $10.75, and it's a slushy. Obviously, I just said it, and it comes in like a martini glass. This is amazing. I love these little drinks that France comes out with. I know last year at Food & Wine, they had something similar, which I had to look up what was in that. It was slightly different. This year, they had orange vodka. Last year, they had citron vodka. Last year, it was at Food & Wine. It was the La Passion Martini Slush, and it was Grey Goose, Le Citron, Cranberry, and Passion Fruit Juices. So, similar flavor profile, and it was the same amount of money as well. It lasts a long time. I think it's worth it, $10.75. I mean, I've certainly paid more for a cocktail in a regular bar. That's my favorite drink of the festival. Hands down. Go have the La Vienne Rose Rose slushy So good. Oh, my God. There's also a macaroon there, if you want to have that. or macaron. I don't know how they say it. It's on a stick. I also just went to Fife and Drum and got a popcorn. (laughs) Nothing amazing to say there. Disney popcorn is the best popcorn you can ever have. I must make it a thing to have popcorn every vacation. And that was the day I had to have that. I've never had the maple popcorn at the Canada Pavilion because I'm scared I'm not going to like it. And I'm scared I'm going to have, like, wasted Popcorn on a popcorn I didn't like. Obviously, off of just flower and garden drinks alone, you're not going to get a buzz. So if that's what you want to do when you go down there, if you're drinking around the world, purely a flower and garden. I mean, maybe if you have a drink at every single spot, you'll feel a buzz. I didn't, so of course we had to stop at the Tutto Gusto Wine Cellar, which is in the Italy pavilion. And me and my sister both got a pomegranate Cosmo, which is so good. They have something similar at Hollywood Brown Derby in Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's basically a Cosmopolitan, but made with uh, pomegranate juice instead of cranberry juice. So, citron vodka, triple sec, and pomegranate. I mean, where can you go wrong? I've since ordered this at home because it's just so good. And I've noticed it has to be an Italian thing because there's an Italian restaurant by my house that actually has it on their menu, but they call it the pomatini, a pomegranate martini. But yeah super good. I'm really looking forward to potentially trying that meatball at the Impossible Food booth. Another reason I didn't get it was I had reservations at 50s Prime Time the next day and I was gonna have their meatballs off of their allergen menu and I was just like you know what I'm having meatballs tomorrow don't get the meatball today and then at the last minute we didn't go to that reservation we instead went to the Hollywood Brown Derby. I don't know how good the other place would have been, but let's face it, Hollywood Brown Derby is amazing. And I had, of course, the Hollywood Brown Derby Cobb Salad, which where could you go wrong with the Cobb Salad? Sans blue cheese, of course. Actually, just earlier today, I tried to recreate the dressing from the Hollywood Brown Derby Cobb Salad. It was good. I don't know if it was as good, but I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed my lunch, if anyone cares. Oh my God, I almost forgot the best thing we ate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm being sarcastic. Also, I didn't eat it. My sister did. So we stopped after we rode um, Frozen. Ooh, that completely went off my mind. After we rode Frozen Ever After, we stopped in the Kringla Bakery Og Cafe at the Norway Pavilion. And my sister got Lefse? 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 I don't know how to say it. L-E-F S-E, which was $2.99. And it said it was a soft flatbread rolled with cinnamon, sugar, and butter. So my sister was very excited about this because she loves those things. And she picked it up. It was basically uh, a burrito with cinnamon, sugar, and butter. And it was girthy. This thing was big. I'm gonna post a photo of this thing on the Twitter because I was hysterical laughing. My sister was hysterical laughing. It was hard as a rock. It was cold. My sister was not expecting it to be cold. I guess when you read that, you kind of think it was going to be more of like a, like one, a warm option with kind of like soft butter in it. Again, I didn't eat it, but apparently it was just kind of like a hard chunk of butter inside a giant burrito tortilla wrapped up. My sister took like three bites. I was, she was like, this is horrible. I don't know if anyone's ever tried the Lefse, the Lefse, but (laughs) it was funny. It was just, I guess you had to be there. I'm not really explaining it very well. And then she stole most of my popcorn because, you know, she had to get that taste out of her mouth of just butter burrito. We're now just calling it the butter burrito. It was weird. Uh, But yeah, so I don't think my sister wants to go back to the Kringla Bakery. They have some awesome cupcake options there, though. I wish I could have them. Also, as I am sitting here, I just got a notification on my phone from WaltDisneyWorld.net. Um, if you don't have that on your phone, when notifications turned on, are you even a Disney fan? <laughs> anyway, and they just released a Madame Leota Otterbox phone case. But wait for it. There is a pop socket integrated into the phone case itself. The pop socket itself is Madame Leota. That is so cute. And it's an otter box, so you know you know your phone's protected. Oh my lord. Oh my god, I want this. How much is it? Ooh, $70. (laughs) What's $70 with a pass holder discount? I can't do math. Math is hard. It's still a lot of money, no matter which way you slice it. Right? $56. That's a lot of money for a phone case. I think my Figment one's doing just fine. But that is really super cute also can we talk about captain minnie mouse joining the disney cruise line fleet oh my god that's so exciting and her little her little white skirt i know she has a pant and a skirt option because just depending on the day that's so adorable i'm so excited about this i was actually pricing a disney cruise the other day those are expensive and it doesn't include alcohol and you can't even buy a drink package which is weird. You can buy like a wine package, but not like just a straight up drink package like you can do on other cruise lines. I guess that's understandable. They don't really want, I guess is geared towards families. Eh, what are you gonna do? And that's it for today. Thank you everyone who listened. I hope that you enjoyed your time on your car ride or just chilling. I don't know. Remember to follow the podcast on Twitter if you would like at Grim Social Hour. I'm gonna have some photos up there of some of the stuff I talked about today, especially that butter burrito from Norway. <sniffs> I also didn't realize until I made the Twitter account for this podcast that there is a certain amount of characters that you can use for a username. So it is just at Grim Social Hour. But yeah, that's all. And until next time, guys, have a magical day!